Welcome back to Play Pause Podcast. Uh, with me today, we have Steph and Alex, as always, and I am Matt. What's going on, everybody? Hello. We're here. You're a loser. We I are don't know. I didn't know here. what else to say. I can't, I can't make we it. We made it. <laughs> we... A day late, a dollar short, but we're here. Only a dollar? Damn, you're lucky. I was going to say, I'm coming. Wait, you guys haven't been making money off of this? Grand, you know. <laughs> grand short. Of a pie. None of that sweet, sweet non-advertising money that we get. It's a shame because we're in Canada, so we can't. So there's no creators fund for for us Canadians on this app that we use. What? I didn't know. No. I didn't know well, that. We'll have to sign up for Patreon. <laughs> we gotta get spam- I'm we not got, gonna we, get around. We have to. to get sponsors. So if you want to sponsor us, we're here and <laughs> yeah. we're willing Holla. to make money. <laughs> yeah. Preferably more Alex, than five Do you think bucks. the Duke would sponsor us? What? Do you think the Duke would sponsor us if we like talked about like your specials every single week? No. No. They don't like me that much. <laughs> they pretend they do. Rev, did you just they... like break a pen or something? What is I, happening? I definitely there? just broke part of my desk off. Uh it's fine. <laughs> it's I don't if if you hear a I lot of I can't even tell what it is. It's like a screw. I don't know. I'm not sure what just happened, to be honest. But if you hear a bunch of crashing um, and things falling, and me yelling. It's because my desk fell apart. And to keep going and ignore <laughs> it? Good, got it. We're good, we're good, we're good. We can keep going. Yep, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well as always today we're going to talk about uh, a number of things including tv movies gaming tech and and more i i, I got some food news for you guys though Ooh, I, I want to start off with that today um i found out that lays has a new uh uh chip flavor out it is cheesy garlic bread chips how does that make you feel oh, that makes me feel very excited right i love garlic bread and i love chips why not combine the two and just just make garlic bread with cheese. That sounds like a lot of work when I could just open a bag of chips. Yeah, yeah but and... you could literally just buy, open a bag of garlic bread and put cheese on it and put it in the oven. That was like four extra steps. Okay, wait, three. Yeah, I like, suck at math. You gotta, so you're going to sacrifice oven, quality over, over... But Alex, over... the crunch. Garlic bread's not as crunchy as a nice, crunchy Lay's chip. It can be. You just got to leave it in the oven longer. Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Isn't it weird when Doritos and Taco Bell decided like that would be the brand collab that those two companies would come together? Have you on? had it? No. Well, then it sounds amazing it's to me. Delicious. Like I haven't. It's great. Yeah, I haven't had it yet. But Matt, get on the tra- Taco Bell trend already. Come on. I haven't had Taco Bell in a hot minute. What is a hot minute, Matt? What What is what is the <laughs> decimal point there? Where Where does it? What is the time it's been frame? Years. Of, it has been years since I've had minutes. any Taco Bell. I feel like a hot minute sounds like something <laughs> that would be short, though. Exactly. So it's like, did you have it like today? Matt? Thirty seconds ago. All right, I'm I'm looking up like the like what people mean <laughs> when they say hot minute because I feel like the way I just used it is correct. But now you guys got me rethinking. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Uh, the term hot minute can be found all over blogs and in casual speech, meaning essentially a long time in quotations as i did air quotes the term is mostly slang but seems to have become popular enough to appear on sites as reputable as pbs.org there you go a hot minute 
is considered to be a long time. Now, a cold minute in comparison <laughs> is uh, uh, is anything cool and organized gets regular minutes. Thus, a hot minute is slightly longer than a cold minute. There you go. That's uh, that's some uh, that's some learning you just had there. God I don't damn know how we got right up in your from brains. cheesy garlic bread potato <laughs> chips to a hot minute, but uh, welcome. Well, to Alex said heat up an oven, and then I said hot with time minute, <laughs> and then there you go. So it all makes sense. You can you can get you can connect it all. God damn millennials! Oh, what have we done to the world? <laughs> Nothing good. Oh, nothing man. good at all. Except cheesy you know, garlic I, bread I, potato I, chips. I don't know why you guys keep forgetting about how great these are. In the uh, we don't know how great they are because none of us had them. <laughs> There's a no, I know to our truths out. here, people. I don't know what that is anymore, but we got to stick to them. There's a new movie out called Together Together. It's available. You can rent it now on. Does like, it have lay chips in it? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, maybe. It, it might. I don't um, know how we got it, into this it, all of a sudden, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll tie it back. I'll tie it back. So, Together ah. Together, uh, it stars Ed Helms. Uh, basically, he's a single guy. He is, uh, you know, older, uh, single, and he wants to have a kid, so he finds, uh, like, a 20-something, uh, and she's the surrogate now and having his baby. Um so throughout the trailer, I was watching it just yeah, like an hour ago. Um, at some point, uh, she's talking to like a coworker uh, who's implied to be homosexual, and uh, he's like, "I feel like you just have like a straight white guy uh, like growing inside of you." And she's just kind of like, like, like has like a brain fart. <laughs> like she's like squeezing, and then she looks up and she's like, "Oh my god!" Like <laughs> it, it, it's a uh, it's it's a uh... oh shit. Now my brain, I've lost the track of where I was going with the story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something about, like, um, fuck. Wow. Okay, hot hot minute, hold here. You guys uh, go off and do your own thing. This is falling so, apart so quickly. <laughs> what is this, I don't have 10 minutes on podcast? My son <laughs> turned two months old today. How do we and have... And since he's been born, I, my brain has worked less and you less. You can't use that as an months. excuse forever. That's crazy. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. She finishes it by saying, she goes, ah, he, I just gave him a podcast. And that was her way of saying like, he's a, he's a white millennial. Yeah. So how, how does that make you all feel? Well, I'm not white, so (laughs) I I don't have any feelings towards that. I'm only half. So all of my feelings are only 50%. uh, It it felt very directed and attacked (laughs) to me personally, Good, because if you guys don't know, I I have a podcast. (laughs) Good. You should feel attacked. That's what it was for. It was for the fifth white man like you who were taking over the world. Uh, I don't know where it's going with that. Let's just (laughs) move on. Um, This is getting (laughs) crazy real fast. Yep. So yeah, go check it out together together. See you now, yeah? Uh, I think so. It's available. You can watch it now on Amazon Prime. Uh, It's got 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, because Rotten Tomatoes are so right all the time. I feel like they're I mean, the it's most... It's got a decent track record. Yeah. I don't know. I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes ever. I'd rather just watch it. If I don't like it, I don't like it. If I like it, I like it. And I complain about it. So it works out very well. <laughs> Hence why I get to do a podcast. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. And you get to all to listen to my judgment about movies everyone else likes that I generally hate. 
Did you watch any movies this week that you'd like to uh, judge? So I didn't do anything this week, other than watch my <laughs> weekly episode episodic shows. Um, mm. Mostly because uh, I have to beat Assassin's Creed by the end of by the end of tonight, or what day is it? It's Wednesday, so by the end of tomorrow night, it's Wednesday. I have to finish it. Why? Because on May fourteenth, which is Friday. <laughs> The ever oh so amazing Mass Effect Legendary Edition Ooh. comes out for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Obviously, I will buy it for the Xbox for the PlayStation Five, but it's only the PS4 version, which kind of sucks. So whatever. Wait, what? Yeah, where's the next gen? They didn't make it for the next gen. They made it for uh, the the 4K resolutions for the pros and whatever the Xbox version of that is. You know, like at this point in like the like okay fine stock's still really hard to get on ps5 and like it, apparently it's still hard to get on the xbox although people don't talk about it nearly as yeah, much I um, why. Anyways, come on. well <laughs> you can play every single xbox game on an xbox one and on an xbox series x playstation said screw you gamers you can't you can't do the same thing um playstation master race i'm going anyway. with it i'm taking it i'm going with it uh so continue um but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I, I, like I, I feel like you know we're we're well into the first year now of these, six months these consoles. If you are developing a game, you should be releasing it for the the latest gen. So like, when they announced this, like a miss, this th- this was happening. It was only the first two months in, I think, that the the the, the new systems were out. So I don't blame them because they would have had to have been working on it for a long time. Because they basically like, redid the first one, like they remade the first d- game. Developers get the like the dev kits. I understand um, that, but like way early, it is still going to be in high all the 4K resolution and all that stuff. So they made it there, but they rebuilt mm-hmm. basically the first game because it was so yeah, out of like date. Looking at the trailer, like the lighting is dramatically. And they changed, changed how you shoot. The they changed uh, your squad. Oh, they changed gameplay. Yeah, they changed basically the game. Well, it's still the same story and same. It looks almost exactly the same with just updated graphics and everything. So, because um, they had to replace the female shepherd, um, they brought her the because it was the first. So the female shepherd in Mass Effect One is different from all the other shepherds, and it may even the male one. The male one stayed the same throughout the whole three. So they finally brought in the original female shepherd from the other two to bring it into the first one. So that's a lot of people. A lot of people are excited for too. I'm not really sure why you can change the face and make it look whatever way you want, but um, yeah. So it's exciting. So that's where my time has been is beating Assassin's Creed and getting really mad at it. Um, <laughs> but it's fun, you know? See, there's things like, because there's part of this game in Assassin's Creed is really fun. Like, it's the story is pretty interesting. I can see where it's going. Graphics are pretty great. Um, the problem is there's way too much stuff to do. And you have to do all that stuff to get enough levels up to make sure you get to the final part of it or it just gets harder and harder. That's just like, who has, like, thousands of hours to play this stuff i know some people do especially in this pandemic world but i don't <laughs> and i just want to you know <laughs> it uh, wouldn't even be about the time for me if i did play games like that it would just be about my attention span and patience i would run out of that those a lot faster than i would than it would take to fin- for me to finish the game mm-hmm. i just don't have it and assassin's creed very repetitive so, so i mean yeah, it, well, not repetitive, but it's like I, I've gotten over stuff. that like 
Uh, it, it's the it's the games that like have like the the map and the compass that just point you to every single thing, and you feel like it's a checklist, right? And that's the thing that you know when I think about Red Dead Redemption Two and I played that. It's not a map. Like, you have a map that you uncover as you travel across the land. Um, but it's not littered with these icons saying, like, oh, here's all this stuff you got to do. It's like, no, like, you organically come across stuff. So I felt by the time I was done playing that game that I was like, cool, I'm done. Like, I feel good about it. But I know I know what you feel, like, that feeling when you've been playing a game and you see that that log or that quest list or whatever it is. And you just look at it and you're like, it feels so incomplete. Like the, yeah, so, so you almost feel like you have to do yeah, it. Yeah. So like with the Assassin's Creed, the quest list isn't that big. Like, but like, if you look at the mm-hmm. map, it's got all these wealths and uh, mysteries and artifacts that you can collect and deal with and stuff like that. And each region, there's like 10 in this game, probably more than 10 that you have to finish. And then there's like at least, 50 things at each one you don't have to do them you don't have to collect them they can just sit there they, they don't advance the story a lot but then yeah but they help you build your 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 uh abilities and your uh mm-hmm. all that up so it helps there so you can do it you can get through the game without yeah. doing it and that's basically what i've been doing but yeah still but i'll have it done by tomorrow night and then i'll move on to mass effect games i've played many <laughs> many times but yeah. now in 4K. You know, one game that I really appreciated that had kind of that same idea, Alex, is like, you know, you unlock all of your, your skills by doing all those side quests. So Ghost of Tsushima was like that, but I actually found, like, I unlocked 90% of my skills early enough in the game that I like I was like, cool, like, I'm, like, overpowered now going through the rest of the story, like, yeah. uh, which was really nice. Like, I didn't feel like I had to go to the umpteenth end. Like, uh, Breath of the Wild, Ram, I don't know if you're still playing it, but, like, I, I got every single... Um, I completed every one of like the little dungeons, uh, those puzzle challenges that you do in the game. Um, I'm gonna take a while. Like over hundred of them. Started right? the game yet? Have not started the game yet. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, when you do, there's these temples that, and they're just these little puzzles that you have to solve. And I did all of them, and all you get out of it. Oh, oh, sorry. I shouldn't say all you get out of it. Um, each time you finish one, you get like uh, an orb that you can use to level up your either your stamina or your health. Um, and so I did that, and I like maxed out all of that stuff. But when you like, it gets to a point where you don't have to keep doing any more to max this, that stuff out any further. Like you've you've already maxed it out. So if you do it all, you get Link's classic green tunic that he wears throughout like all the older games. Uh, but it was just like I finished all of them. I was like, was it really worth it for this? Which isn't even that great of armor in the game. I gave up on that yeah. game real quick. Um, Too quick. Well, I don't like the fact, like, and that's just me, and it's just because I never played Zelda games, probably, that you have to, like, your weapon destroys, so you have to go get a new one. And if you're not resourcing enough, because I'm not a resource. This was new. This was brand new to Zelda. They've never done that before, where your weapons and your shield um deteriorate and break they, where you have to continuously a, they took a page out of uh, animal crossing with their flimsy hmm. flimsy uh nets and flimsy fishing rods yeah. and all that really yeah. frustrating it brought a new stuff. element to it and like i i know what you mean alex like i definitely was a little bit turned off because like you you get so used to like you get this sword and you love this sword and this is the sword that you equip your character with and then you like you modify it and you level it up right um they definitely took a different approach and like I could take it or leave it, that element of the game. It didn't break the game for me. Like, eventually you kind of get used to, like, okay, you just pick up what you find. You, like, throw away stuff when you find something better. Yeah. Or, like, 
you get into a battle and you go through like several pieces and it adds a piece of strategy to it that you don't normally do in a lot of other games but yeah i i, I could take it or leave it yeah we'll see what happens with whatever if they make a sequel or something um they are making a sequel yeah well <laughs> I honestly I it don't know why I said it because I don't care they're never going to play it so um, <laughs> yeah well that's that I mean I'm sure people love I know people really love the game I just don't like that like the only resourcing game I really like liked and it wasn't even a resourcing game it was a city it was like it was Dragon Age and you play at least Dragon Age Inquisition you build you gather stuff to build your mm. community bigger and um, it's nothing for weapons or anything you can do that too but I mean, if you're smart enough, you won't need it. But, uh, yeah, I just hate resourcing. I just so boring. <laughs> Walking around a map, building, and cutting down you should, trees. You should really try playing Factorio. This is why I can't play Minecraft the whole game is or resource management. stuff like that. I just don't get it. I get why it's time-consuming, and I get why people like it, but it ain't for me, man. It ain't for yeah, I can't. Me. I can't imagine, honestly, that I would uh, enjoy a game like that myself either, but I'm going to give this a shot one of these days, um, and I'll let you guys know. I'll Actually, probably give up after like Speaking of games that you're minutes. playing, Graham, yeah. how's, uh, how's Pokemon Snap coming along? Oh, I haven't played since last week. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened this week. I feel like the days went by really quickly. Um, I don't even remember what I did on the weekend, but I didn't play or watch really anything to be honest. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I've been wanting to play it. I might play a little bit after we're done here and get back into it. It's been fun though. I like it. Yeah. Fun. Did you fun, buy it? Did, did either of you buy it? No, not yet. No, no I, I honestly like, I just, I, I'm still unpacking. <laughs> I'm still trying to oh, that's fair. get used to being a dad living in a new house and outfitting it. So most of my time spent doing that kind of stuff. So, I, I find time for movies and TV because there's inevitably times where I have to just like lie down and I can't move anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super, it was speaking of which uh, I, I messaged you guys a little bit earlier, but I got a new couch set up for my, uh, yeah. my home theater room. Um, and I'm actually really excited about it. So when I first ordered this uh, couch, so it's, it's a, uh, it's a love seat. And then on both ends, there is like individual like bucket, style seats and they all recline it's all power recliners um they, there's like usb ports in the side you can plug in your phone right where you're sitting they've got like this little like attachment that you can put in you can have like a table tray or you can have like an like a ipad tablet holder or you can have like a wine glass holder like it's fancy af um but what i found out was really cool that i didn't know uh when i first ordered it is that i can actually like um pull the sides off of it and i can do different configurations so i could do like two love seats if i wanted to instead of like having just exactly the one that i oh, ordered that's which cool i thought was pretty cool yeah. um and i can order like individual pieces so if i want to have like a three-seater couch and then like two like individual chairs or whatever like it, it's very modular that way which is really cool um so yeah i'm very excited to that is... have finally upgraded from my futon down here to <laughs> yeah. like a proper uh seating uh layout so i'm excited to try out some movies probably right after this podcast is done nice that's crazy digital, I... over, digital over projection every day <laughs> <laughs> hey, l- listen alex i don't disagree <laughs> with you but what i what i will say is you gotta appreciate different formats for what they give you what does it give me that i can't projectors get give you ginormous screens bigger than you're Buy ever gonna get TV. on a lcd You'll never get an LCD as big as a projector screen can go. Never. They just haven't made it yet. They won't. <laughs> How big is your screen? 
That is a good. Okay, you guys keep talking. I'm gonna go. I don't actually care that much. <laughs> don't worry about it. I, I do. Uh, so he I'm measured it with back. his body the other day, and that didn't didn't work very well. Because if it's so 80 inches, we'll... they make those. So um, I think it's way bigger than 80 inches, but who knows? I I honestly don't care enough. Don't but uh, <laughs> the only reason I don't like pro- like projection screens is that the lighting you put a light on at once and it just ruins it. Or you know it's not dark enough, and then or yeah, your screen, you got it. It's got to be. Or your bulb is dying out, and it for doesn't sure. have enough light. It's just too bothersome for me. Digital, I mean, the only if your TV's dying, you get a new TV. You don't because you can't afford one because you know TVs are <laughs> stupid. It's expensive these days, but uh, you know you get there eventually, and then you know <laughs> it's just what it is. And then you gotta buy, <laughs> and then you have to buy it because we have a projector at work, and those bulbs are almost three hundred to four hundred dollars. So like, are they really? So I mean, and they I wish if you're using everyone... it every day for twelve hours a day, yeah, you're gonna be buying them more often. I doubt everyone's using projection screen that often, other than places of businesses. But think about it. How did he measure? Did he measure it diagonally? I don't know. He did. It was really fun watching him struggle to measure that, but he did di- measure it diagonally. So well, here good. we go. I still what is care the enough. verdict? All right. It was really challenging to measure something uh, that large I, by yourself. I was laughing quite but I measured it at approximately 103 inches, or it's like eight feet plus a few That's more crazy. That is so wild. So find a TV that big, Alex, that you can, that any of us can afford combined <laughs> that is that size or bigger. I'm just saying. I can't wait. Oh, you just missed my whole reason why I don't like thing. projection screens, and I'm not going over it again. So... Um... <laughs> Matt will have to listen to the podcast to find out. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he will. As you always should. Because you always miss those funny little things I do in the background. You never know. You always got to be listening. Now you're going to go listen to every episode because I... Now, so... You won't. But you say you will. I've listened to every episode. Okay, almost every episode. Oh, wow. Anyways, moving on. Yes, F, you were like our first follower. You were like the one that was just like you know passionate you were there listening and then you know through that you got to be part of the show so if you are one of those passionate <laughs> listeners let us know and just maybe we'll bring you on on some time i do have fond memories of waiting for the bus before i owned a car when you guys first started and uh listening and literally like laughing out loud or talking to myself at bus stops just absolutely like a crazy person specifically <laughs> One really specific memory is when you were talking about rearranging your your burgers or sandwiches from McDonald's when you get mm-hmm. them, and I just couldn't handle it. I was like, no, that's insane. <laughs> that's absolute insanity. I had another one of those moments like within the past week where I got a burger that was like falling over. I was just like, I don't understand how people can just eat their stuff like this. Like, I can't do it. I need to like pull it apart and reconstruct it so that it's an enjoyable feast. I guess for maybe me. I haven't had that ex- that bad of an experience. Where are you yet, getting but... these burgers <laughs> yeah. from? Yeah, which this is the real question. Like, I don't there. even understand. Have you never gotten like fast food takeout well, and then you get home and like they've passed they packed it in the bag and it's all falling You're apart? Not Have you never done for that? Quality. They're also there. usually wrapped so tightly. Like how he's talking about well, like Big Macs and quarter pounders. But and... my Big Macs well, never no, they don't get wrapped. No, like like that. Even smaller stuff and like like I, I the, like I've had like egg McMuffins that are just like the eggs out one side, the cheese is falling out the other end because it's all melted. You can't even move it over. It's, yeah, because you're it's paying just for not fast a good time. Food. So they're making it so fast. Okay, without caring. Listen, I... how challenging is it 
to put three items together somewhat centered. Go ask some, I'm not go, talking go like work perfect. There, I'm just saying and you somewhat centered me. on a bun. You go work there in six months where you have to make I will. I 10,000 burgers a day. No, you won't. And you tell me <laughs> that that wasn't stressful and you got and you made a couple mistakes that ended up being Avery. Every I will get a job at a fast food restaurant and I will do it better than all the rest. But I'm not going to work there for more than like three shifts. That doesn't count. You that. have to be in the. You've got to be in the deep, bro. You've got to be at the burger station, making those hitting Listen, that ketchup. I'm going to stick my hand hitting that right ketchup in the, gun, in throwing the that lettuce in the oil. box, flipping the that's box closed, and throwing it down the slide. I don't actually know if that's how they do it, but that's how I've seen them do it from the other side of the counter. And I'm never going to be on the other side of the counter. That's not true. If I lost my job, I'd go work at McDonald's. But that's not the point. That's, what just happened? And you do it well, my friend. You do it well. See, if I went to your McDonald's, Alex, I truly believe that I would get a burger that was made correctly. It would, be made, work it would look amazing, cause... but there would be so much of Alex's spit in it because he knew it would be yours. No, Alex is nice. He 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 like he has a passion for his, his work. Yeah. After this conversation, right I think that. Alex is spitting in your burger, bud. <laughs> I've never messed with anyone's food, nor would I ever. Except Matt. That's integrity right there. I've never like, No, Alex <laughs> would just plant a bag of like flour somewhere in my house. True. And he says, probably he says already I haven't yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never even been there. Wink wink nudge nudge. Hello. Uh oh. <laughs> well anyways so, um... uh, what else is done this week uh, I'm going to talk about this real quick because Matt you don't watch it but last week Matt Singer I almost quit the show I didn't even know why I uh, watched this show anymore this was uh, the most ridiculous episode in the god forsaken world I was going to bring um, it up too I knew you'd be pissed <laughs> so you know it's something we talk about at work me and the flower shop owner shop owner Joyce and Joe my coworker, and we, we talk about it we're like oh we think it's this person he keeps saying he's 60 the whole Costa Rica thing from Costa Rica. Off, though. and we're like but it's keeps saying this stuff the show Washington stuff so we think it's Keith Washington and all this stuff because he's 60 sings that kind of music the guy looks old and then they throw it out all those clues were fake and they meant nothing and it was Tyrese Gibson like what is the point of this show if they're just gonna lie to us and make us yeah. guess about something that we can't even guess right what were some of the clues uh, it was a statue of Washington <laughs> It was the fact that he lived in Costa Rica. Um, and he was 60. That was, like, one of the main yeah, things. Didn't he even yeah, talk about grandkids, grandkids and stuff? Okay, so they, they just yeah. didn't Yeah, his, you his reasoning they was, all... I made up all the clues because you would have figured me out instantly. What? That, that That's sounds the point like of really the goddamn show. show yeah, I was also quite upset. I mean, I liked Robopine. I thought, like, his performances were amazing and stuff. And now we know why, because it was Tyrese Gibson. But... The whole time you're like, this is unreal. I can't believe this 60-year-old man, whatever, sounds like this and is per- and is performing like this. And then turns out it was all just lies. Yeah, and then the, la- 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 the episode that they unmask him, he's like, his clue package was like red lights, red, uh, cop lights for Fast and the Furious. Uh, I lost <laughs> somebody close to me for Paul Walker and stuff like, yeah. You could have mixed that into so many other episodes there. Yeah. But you chose not to. The flashing lights thing didn't make any fucking sense anyways. But this whole show, sometimes... I already know who all the other people are anyway, so it doesn't matter anymore. This show, <laughs> I, I'm going to watch it just to be okay, right. Okay, Ken so. Jeong. 
but I am right. Uh, let's go through <laughs> it. For the people who don't who do watch the show who listen to us, which are probably not many, but uh who is there? There's the Black Swan, right? Yeah. That's JoJo. Natalie Portman. No. <laughs> uh that's JoJo. And then we got uh, the the Russian dolls. That's Hanson, obviously. Hanson. Yeah, it's gotta be. Uh who else is there? There's uh Piglet, Piglet. that's Nicole Shea. Okay. Um Yeti. Yeti is Omarion. Um, you think so? Okay. Th- th- he sounds exactly like that. Plus and my all favorite. the O, o uh, Yeah, all the stuff. O things. And uh, his major hit was like Ice Cold or something stupid. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite, Chameleon. I have no idea. It's Wiz Khalifa. Oh. How do you not know that's... Honestly, oh I don't even gosh. know who Wiz Khalifa that is. That is like so... the most obvious one. The fact that he's still on this show bothers me. Because he's the most notable... 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 <laughs> voice on this show like i don't Dude, get I, it i guess if i knew anything about wiz khalifa i might be able to guess that i, I guess, honestly like but... all i can all i see when i see chameleon is bootsy collins in my like i i just can't get bootsy i know it's not bootsy collins bootsy collins is super old now i don't think he's performing at all anymore like it's just not it's it, it doesn't sound like him but the the whole get up all i see is bootsy collins drives me yeah. nuts they finally guessed that it was Wiz Khalifa this last episode i'm like you guys are music people how do you not know this voice <laughs> like i don't even listen to Wiz Khalifa and i know that's his voice like it's so ridiculous but that's all it's my this I is think... how i get so mad because i have to get mad because we have no survivor and then we have no survivor alex gets mad it's a whole thing <laughs> anyways i gotta get off of this wiki page for mass singer because it's gonna reveal the 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 thing from tonight so well it's not over we'll it's not to... over yet no but I if i stay airing. on the page i'll accidentally see it it'll ruin everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah matt doesn't watch cable tv so he would never know any of this stuff so what's cable exactly <laughs> exactly and I didn't I, even like I, watching honestly, the show in the first I, place I just started watching it I think we talked about this like two weeks ago but like I watched the Oscars and watching cable television was about the worst goddamn experience <laughs> I've had having my television on in like five yeah, years yeah well, to be it fair you watched terrible. A, a very ad centric TV show like the Oscars like, that's true that's the, a good the point the Super Bowl the Listen, I get annoyed at like, very like the two ads I can usually skip on youtube i get annoyed having but to what does like, that say the like 30 what seconds what does that say about you it says that i lived in a world where youtube didn't have ads before and it was great <laughs> i'm but not gonna lie most of the time me. i i just record I whatever show i want to watch that's on cable tv <laughs> and then, and then i watch it, it later and fast forward through the commercials because yeah. i also yeah. hate them a yeah lot, so like but... i so i well, have like i have rogers ignite television i can record stuff it's just like Everything I want to watch, I can stream. And like, I, 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 I love the fact that I pay for Netflix, and when I want to watch something on Netflix, I can watch it on demand. Yeah. And there's no commercials, there's no interruptions. I watch it start to finish. Um, Amazon Prime, same thing. I pay for it, I get to watch it. Disney Plus, pay for it, get to watch it, no interruption. I pay for cable, and I still have to watch commercials. Yep. That's what's terrible. Like we live in a modern world where like my cable box isn't even connected through cable coax. It's an internet streaming how, box Matt, that streams my Rogers would you cable. Get, how would you know that Brie Larson wants you to buy a Toyota? How would you know that? How would you, you just Does I she? don't know. She's selling some sort of car. I never <laughs> actually watched the commercial. Like, it's there. Right. But she's selling some sort of car these days. I don't really know. I Yeah. I don't actually watch the commercial. Yeah. Sometimes I just have them on cuz I forget to fast forward them. Can't do it. So 
I mean, I think that just says your set your attention span has changed. <laughs> my listen, my or time you, is or, valu- or, valuable. I don't get a lot of time anymore. But the commercials to spend make you like myself. slow down you did that to and yourself, go check your phone. Bud. They help, like, let you, they yeah, give you the, the best break. Thing I ever did, bud. They give you the break from watching the episode, but you're already looking at your phone when you're watching the TV, anyways. But when you, you're supposed not supposed to be. So then, when the commercials <laughs> come on, you get to look at your phone, you get to see what's going on, and then the commercial stops, and then you get to watch the TV show again. Just learn to multitask, bro. I don't feel like, but you see, I guarantee there's things you miss. People miss all the time when they're just looking at the phone and not paying attention. Oh, totally. Yeah, no. I, I like honestly, one of my biggest pet peeves is like watching a movie and the person I'm watching it with is on their phone, and then like halfway through, they're like, "I don't get it." It's like, of course you don't. Of course well, you. Don't I hate that. It. This is how to me with it. you actually. What just happened? That's and true. I'm just like what? It has happened. It just... But usually I'm pretty good. Usually I also, don't watch movies with Alex, you anymore, so that's fine. Um, but sometimes... I'll never let you down when we went to see 300 and the most perfect timing for a scene. Where your ringtone starts going off on your phone in That's the theater. That's not my fault. That was and an alarm. I'm pretty sure just about everybody thought that that song was actually in the movie until we realized <laughs> it been. wasn't. Should have been. Uh, now, was it not like Coming Home probably. by City and Color? Probably. And it was as the, the one character in 300 is like heading home <laughs> and it's like a montage. It was oh, really like fitting, but it was also like, why this song? Like, that's kind of like, it doesn't really fit the theme or vibe. Oh, of the oh it's Alex's phone. <laughs> Frank Miller and Zack Snyder. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> right? Um, the, the one thing about commercials though, is that sometimes they are really funny. Like there's this one, I think it's for TD or H and R block or something with a green logo. See, I don't even know, but it, it still makes me laugh every time. And, uh, the woman is asking some guy about how he's doing working from home. And uh, he says that sometimes hell isn't always, uh, you know, the devil and things on fire. I don't know the actual line, but whatever. Sometimes it's a three hour Zoom meeting and I laugh every time because I feel that pain and it's true. And that's a commercial that I like. I don't know what it's for. You know what I learned but... from watching commercials during the Oscars <laughs> is that Stone Cold Steve Austin is doing Tide commercials. <laughs> Hey, don't forget Ice Cube's in there, too. And and, and yeah, Murphy. Yeah, I saw both of them. Yeah, that's painful. It's like when... Wait, was it was it Ice Cube or was it... Uh... The, no, Ice Tea. So it was Ice Tea. Ice Tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it many ice Cube. It's uh, like when Wendell Clark started also, doing Ram, commercials. your sweater that you're wearing right now, is that like BP Oil Company? What? That your sweater. Oh, if no. She's wearing a sweater that says BP for the people I who forgot can't you see can it see me. this um... is a podcast that we're recording on like, through audio. It's, it's not. It's Beach Mount Pools. It's my old uh, pool cleaning hoodie. It, so it looks like like the like the logo for BP Oil, but like what really sells it is all of like the oil splatters all over the... Yeah, that's chlorine, Which I actually. could also assume are like chlorine, <laughs> yeah. like... But it looks like it's like was produced in such a way yeah. that it's like, yeah, we're not careful about oil. Like that time that we Why? polluted the the ocean. So that's a lot of chlorine stain. I, are you just soaking yourself in it? Well, see, the thing was, I was always in a hurry, and I was I was pouring liquid, like ten liter jugs of liquid chlorine into pools, sure. and it splashed a lot. And I that was you... usually happening at the beginning of pool season. Um, do you, in do you which not it was vent still these, a little bit these cold gallons? outside. Sorry? Do you not do you not vent these gallons so that the air flows properly? Oh no, it was just when I was pouring it into the pool, it was splashing up on me. I understand. Okay. Glug, glug, yeah. glug, glug, no, glug. I understand what you're saying. Um and so here I am with this sweater that I still wear at home because it's nice. And camping. 
It's my home and camping hoodie. Does it smell like fires? Uh, no, I haven't been camping in about two years because of the world we live in right now. But uh... go camping in your backyard. I. <laughs> Why why was that so cute? Um I could go camping in my backyard but I couldn't have a fire so there it still wouldn't smell like fire. Oh is it because of like your your like townhouse like board doesn't allow fire? No fires because in your my kitchen allows it. Yeah, but I could never be the allotted uh distance away from a from a building mm. in my backyard which is about the size of a Touché. postage well, stamp. lets you have fires sometimes. Waterloo yeah. doesn't let you have fire. Stupid Waterloo. <laughs> you can't have like like a traditional fire, but like you can get like those like patio set. I've I've been looking into this. I'm buying like a patio. Oh, yeah, I guess set you live in Waterloo now. And... Yeah, I know it's weird. Ew. I've never lived in Waterloo before. Am I the only bizarre, one but... left? Yeah, we're in definitely Kitchener? gonna get like one of those fire pits. Yeah, I think I'm Stay the only one way, left please. in Kitchener. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did you just? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, that's mm. Waterloo's for the cool people. Wow! Yeah, come come join the water side. <laughs> you know what? I don't get, want to live in get... Waterloo. I fit in better in Kitchener. No, you Suck want to live in Waterloo. You yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. But anyways, um, in the hard, gruff stuff. Matt, what did you watch this week? Um, I finally got around to watching Nomadland. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, it took me two sittings because the first night we got too tired and fell asleep. Uh, so also it was really it boring. Night. Was it? I, I, it like, um, was it? I mean, it wasn't. It, it was. It was for the, like. Okay, go on. Sorry, <clears throat> I can go on for hours about stuff like. It this. was good. Like, I understand like why she got like nominated, and I understand like for like an Oscar. Like, of course, she would get it for a role like that. And honestly, like, she did play the character who she played very well. She was very well f- suited to play a role like that. Um. But like it, it, like it was a, it was a good story. Um, it was, I, I feel like it was at like a really smooth frame rate. So like watching it, like the viewing experience was almost, it almost felt like documentary like at times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the way they shot it and on like purpose like that. The, yeah, and like the like the side characters, like the 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 one gentleman that runs that uh, organization where it kind of trains people who are living this lifestyle. Uh, he's got like the Santa Claus looking. They they refer to him as like Santa Claus at one point. Um, you know his his voice was like very well suited for like a documentary and something that you'd expect like to the point that I would almost believe like if you told me this person was like a legitimate like person who lives this style and they just brought them in for the purpose of filming this sure movie, they did. I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, like honestly, I I would completely no, believe I'm that. I'm pretty sure they did. Um, well, there's the two main other two female stars that are actually nomad mm-hmm. or nomads, and then uh, I'm pretty sure they went to a nomad center like grouping to film most of their stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, like uh, forget the two girls, two women's names, but the one who had sure. cancer, the one that uh, yep. goes, who's her best friend, but then just keeps leaving yep. her for some reason. Um, yeah. It's like Mary Lynn or yeah, something. Yeah, Mary Lou or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mary Lou's actually from Top uh, Hell's Kitchen, so that's on it. Um, uh. <laughs> no, don't remember. I'm looking it up. Anyways, uh, yeah, those either. two, they were they Linda May. Yeah, so they're actually nomads. But they brought in for the mm. show, movie, okay. TV yeah. show, movie. It's a movie. So yeah. go watch it on a big screen. Yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget to go watch it... on the biggest screen possible. Yeah. Not you, Matt, oh because God. I don't care. But uh... <laughs> projectors right behind me, Alex. Um. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So my experience was pretty good overall. Like the, those. It, it's cool that you you kind of like confirm that like Swanky and Linda May were both legitimate like mm-hmm. 
folks in that community because I like 100 percent believed it. Like they they really seemed to be those types of people. And there well, there was go. only like, in yeah. like for me uh, that would be the only way to legitimize that movie is to have actual people yeah. who experience that lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. So like it it did kind of cross the the lines between fiction and in like documentary. Um, so for that, like it, it was it was pretty good. Um, I, I found the timing interesting for me personally because it wasn't that long ago that I was actually like looking at like vans that people have been converting into campers. I'm like that was appealing to me not to live in it full time, but like to have one that you could go for like months on end and like just like travel in and sleep in and do your cooking in like and it being a van, not like an RV or something. Um, so like I found that like kind of cool and seeing how she like how they talk about their vans and, you know, talking about painting it, make sure that you're taking care of it and all the little uh, hacks that people do to get like more storage out of the, these tight quarters. Um, yeah. Like I, I found it interesting. Um, I ran, like I do understand like from your perspective too, like it's like, it's very like slow. There's not a lot of music to it. Like most movies are filled with these soundtracks. Like this had a little bit of piano at one point throughout the movie, but overall, like it was just very like, focused on like the character and their journey and um yeah i thought it was good if you haven't seen it i mean check we it do out ratings on the show matt don't give me a rookie number though yeah for me personally it's like a i would i would put it at like an eight out of ten rookie number um, i said no rookie number <laughs> no rookie number. i do i do hard like eight or eight and a half or not i'm not into these like minuscule numbers in between um eight so you know i i understand how it gets like a 94 percent on rotten tomatoes and 93 percent in metacritic i get it because if you're looking at it not from the perspective of like what you're into but like just like how it was produced and how it was done 100 percent. like this is it was a very well shot movie the story was excellent the acting was ex- excellent um it's just for me personally it's like it's an eight out of ten i'm not going to go back and watch it over and over and over right again. but yeah. like if somebody asked me about it i'm gonna say yeah it's a good movie Hmm. I didn't hmm. have those same feelings. I didn't hate it. I've said this obviously before on the on the podcast here, but I didn't hate it. But it's just really not my not my cup of tea. You know, I like comedy movies and like slapstick humor, action movies, that kind of thing. Not this. Did you watch Fighting with My Family? No, I did not. So here we are. <laughs> but I will. I will watch it this week. Shame. Do it. Story about a very, <laughs> very sad story about a life of a very sad dress. No, that doesn't make sense. But it, it's it's like at a, all. It's, it's well, it's it's a fun movie to watch. Yes, it's a fun movie. Vince Vaughn's in it. But the story, the, so the, the story of fighting with my family is based off on a wrestler who has now retired from the ring. Ring for the most part, she wants to come back, but you know she's younger than us. She's like twenty something still, um, but cursed. But she wrestling Page. runs in her family, so. Fighting with my family. Yeah. Um, and now she she has severe neck issues, which inhabilitates her from being able to wrestle anymore. Which is unfortunate, because she was going to be a very promising star. Hey, you never know. She could come back like Edge did in the last little bit. This one's bad. This one is... Uh, mm. So she did come back a few years ago. And uh, not a few years ago. This was like last year or so. Maybe even the year before. Maybe two years ago. Anyways, so <laughs> time she came is back. meaningless. Get your doctor said she could, could come back, but in a house show with the WWE, she gets kicked from the back, and she the video is kind of gross. Like it's mm. not like gruesome or anything, but to watch a body like physically not be able to work itself is kind of is, is hard to watch because like she literally couldn't stand up, 
and like if she the the problem with her thing is if she does any like any more damage theoretically she'll be paralyzed and she wouldn't be able to mm-hmm. do it. so the risk she wants to do it like there's obviously you never know but it's been done before but hers i think is more severe than like what edge and daniel yeah. Bryan have dealt with in their mm-hmm. sense yeah so she she retired in 2018 she hasn't been back since then yeah. it's been that long so we'll see yeah. yeah and she's still very young so she's got a career ahead of her with other things i'm sure but she's a streamer for the most part so um yeah she's got a rock and roll boyfriend living out of california i know too much about these lives um <laughs> and i only know this because of instagram so instagram's a heck of a world speaking of rock and roll boyfriends and random uh like pop culture stuff isn't travis barker in a relationship with one of the kardashians right now don't know don't care oh okay <laughs> I, I don't know i, I, I don't, don't watch i one. don't pay attention to them that much i don't know why where i saw this or why yeah I he's with courtney kardashian courtney, yeah that just seems so strange but hey Courtney, whatever. i don't i'm just making things up i don't people think people say that do they i don't know mm, they do now well i hope so because that's they hilarious. do now also, uh, semi-related to that, so Machine Gun Kelly, yeah. uh, who's dating Megan Fox, recently got uh, whooped at a game of Mortal Kombat by Megan Fox. Apparently, she's quite quite the gamer. Ah. Who knew? <laughs> I didn't until until like yesterday. Uh, I didn't know so, until right now. There you go. Um, Machine Gun Kelly's mm, that's something funny. He tried to have a. I thing, don't you know, even know who that is. MGK, He's bro. He's got a lot of tattoos. MGK. I, I just know some of his songs. I don't really know a lot of his songs. MGK. But he tried, to have, he tried to have a feud with Eminem <laughs> that boosts his, uh, his uh, career. And let's just say it did not work out for him. Oh, I shouldn't have looked this person up because now I just want to Did he forget him. to reload before going after Sorry? Eminem? Say it again. Did he, did he forget to reload <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly? I hate you. He's also the Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly. He was in the Bird Box. You ever watch that? Except, did sure you watch Bird Box? Bird Box? I have, I've seen Bird Box. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. in that movie. He's the idiot who tries to steal. <laughs> they steal a car and leave. Spoiler alert: somebody steals a car and they leave. Um, <laughs> I don't remember the movie at all. I really wish I didn't. Oh look this yeah, person yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Nomadland. Matt liked it. Gave it an eight out of ten. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's true. It's true. Anything else? What did else? you watch anything else this week, Matt? I mean, I watch TV. Okay, so let's talk about that. I, what did I, we watch? I checked out this show called Big Shot that Alex asked me to watch, which I did. Therefore, Alex now has to go back and watch something that I, I suggested for him to watch. Um, I can't remember, so you're going to have to go back and listen <laughs> to the podcast now. I know what you want me but, to watch. Uh, I've seen the first two episodes of it. And you know? Oh, Mythic yep. Quest, right? And you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I never laughed at all. It's interesting. So, um, you gonna watch the rest? I watched the first two episodes. It's a very, very predictable comedy, and maybe it's because it reminds yeah. me too much of uh, that other one I didn't like, but everyone loved. It's always no. sunny. No, yeah. the other tech one. It oh, crowd. Oh yeah, I hated Silicon Valley so much. Oh, um, I. It's a very different show to Silicon Valley. I don't know. It had, very different. I don't know. Just the just that very like, you know over characteristic boss but you know with the sensitive side the female lead that's you know pushy but not pushy um i don't know how that made sense but it's it is a very accurate description of what her <laughs> character um passive aggressive is, is that i don't know 
I don't know. I, I just know, couldn't I get into watched it. it. <laughs> I, it's like it ma- it's like it tried to mash the wittiness of a of community the first four or five seasons, not the last seasons because those were garbage. Um, and then and the other show you just said, um, it's so bad I don't even want to remember the title of it. Silicon That's Valley. The uh, it's like they tried to mash those two shows together. It was a terrific show. <laughs> and it just didn't work for me. Am I going to probably... When I started, I finished, so I'll probably watch it all. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'm going to have trouble. Where can I watch it? Because it just... I understand why you like it. That's your style of comedy. I can get it really sure. Mm. So especially the main character. You watch it on Apple TV. I'll, I'll sign you up to my account. We'll make it work. Um, I like so. it. So, I mean, you don't have to pay for it. It makes out. Um, but whoop. it's definitely a style I think, Matt, you really like. Just because of that, especially the, the main character is very up your style kind of comedy. Um, yeah. Which I, I don't mind sometimes, but it just felt he that this in this one was just too predictable to me. I don't know. I just yeah, there's it, it's it's predictable enough, uh, but like to me, it's just it's enjoy it's an enjoyable watch, well, even when it's not entirely gonna, predictable. Like, it's horrible. I'm sure people like. I, I understand why there's there's definitely an audience for it. Um, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not surprised people really enjoy it. Um, especially you know like I I like always in Sunny in Philadelphia. I get, it's not the same kind of show. It's a totally different um, different show, but it's of, the same writer, same producer. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying it's a different kind of genre. Uh, not sale comedy, yeah. but a different kind of because uh, this is a, a, like always Sunny in Philadelphia is about those four people. Well, yes. five, I guess, if you really want to think about it, because um, it turns into five. This, the this first two a bit more seasons trying to cover, four, but uh, yeah, this show's trying to cover more characters. Yeah. It's trying to cover like a company, a team, like, I also, the key figures on, on yeah. that team, and uh, it's trying to ta- tackle some like social issues in the world as well. Yeah. At the same and time, I feel like, like very relevant stuff. I don't know. It just, I just don't believe the. Ca- I, I guess the reason my problem is that main character. I just don't believe him. And I don't, hmm. I just can't get behind him. And he's, and I understand, like, that's my problem with the show, I guess. Like, your lead has to be believable. It has to be um, real, in my sense. But I don't know. I just expected more, I guess, from, like, the ratings of everyone loving it. Not just from what's online, but from what people have said to me. You're not the only person who suggested it to me. But, um, I don't know. I mean, I say, I'm going to finish it. Maybe it gets better over time. And, uh. We'll see how it goes. I'll have to check it out. I it seem it looks and sounds like something I might enjoy. I so. think you would, yeah. There are like a lot of like quick jokes that I think you'll just find. Like it's there's a lot of like that's what she said jokes and um it's my stuff fave. like that or and like so ki- <laughs> do you want me to kill him? No, I never said that. I didn't say don't do that. Stuff like that. And then they go back and forth. But so you want me to do that? I'm pretty sure I'm like quoting one of the whole scenes, but, I'm, but uh, I like it, and I hate that character. I really don't like that girl character. Um, not because she's a girl; it's just I don't like that kind of character. It's just so. Eh. But that's not probably the show because it's that... me, and that's probably and I hate looking at myself. So we're not going to go down that road. So you know, but that's not the show that Matt watched. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about the same show. No, I know, but. He was saying that he watched a show that you wanted him to, but what show was that? Oh, I... The Big Show. Oh. <laughs> never said it was good. I don't think I Uncle ever Joey. said it was a great show. Never once did I say that in my life. I might It's have. really bad. But so I tried... I so also watched it I, yesterday, I, for the record, uh, because... 
I was like, all right, it's time. I guess I better like catch up yeah. with this. So I'm interested to see how you feel about it because I was not a fan, but I watched. I, I was not a fan. Uh, I, I got through the first episode. I really feel, feel like they tried to pull out all the stops in episode one. Like, I feel like they did enough stuff in episode one that could have been done over the course of a full season of a regular TV show. And I started, I, I got to the opening credits of episode two today, and then I turned it off because I was like, no, <laughs> I can't, I can't okay. continue this. It's that bad. Yeah, it's really not great. I watched however many episodes I think there are up right now, which I think is like four or something like that, all yeah. in a row just because I was like folding laundry and just doing nothing last night. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to do it while I'm while I'm here. And uh, yeah, it was pretty damn bad. I'm, I mean, I get it. Like, I think it is very similar to Mighty Ducks Game Changers in that it's a Disney show. It has a very similar like goal i think and template and whatever um so here's the but thing. it's just but it's just bad it's bad so here's the it's thing bad. i never said it was great but here's the thing when i compared <laughs> it to my ducks you, you got really defensive and here's why it's the same but uh because, like, the reason we like the Mighty Ducks so much is because we like the Mighty Ducks. Hockey! Yes. We like and that. Ducks, we came yeah. in with a positive view into this. Absolutely. Saying, we're going to like the Mighty like Ducks. If you look but... at the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, the writing of that show is it's... abysmal. Yeah. It yeah. is awful. Yeah. And the, obviously, they're kids. I can't judge a kid's acting career when they're only 12 years old. Yep. But it is horrible acting. Even from Lauren Graham. <laughs> yes. I don't enjoy her acting in this show. But am I going to keep watching it? Absolutely. <laughs> So the thing is with the big shot here, and this is why I'm only defending because it's the same goddamn show as Game Changers, and uh, you they blew out everything in the first episode, you say, but all those things, if you watch the rest of the episode, they do develop them more. Like they the whole do. relationship okay. with uh, yeah. like the whole the father being dead thing for the, um, mm. for the one girl, that gets more developed yep. and it builds more of a characteristic for the coach. And it builds into mm-hmm. um, the whole dad being the coach being <sighs> not abusive yeah but he's basically abusive they just won't say he's abusive but you know yeah because it's a disney show so nobody can be abusive in that world um and then there's other things in there like it builds a more into other, it but my other problem with it on that note of like building the coach character is that i feel like it was immediate almost mm-hmm. him becoming a better person because that's the yeah. whole thing, right? Well, like I think he's a shitty the... person, and it didn't feel earned. And that's that's well, I think that's, that's, that's my what... biggest struggle with this show. Whole... Is if if you do compare it to Game Changers for a moment, like let's just talk about the pacing of Game Changers in like the first episode. The first episode, you're inter- introduced to the Ducks. You realize this is not the same team that we knew to grow and love as we did uh, watching through the the movies. Um, it's now kind of become the team that it was the anti-team of, right? And so the whole first episode is establishing, okay, this is the team that is no longer what you think it is. Here's a character that you're going to be following it through. And he's kind of feeling that same thing of like, hey, like this isn't fun. I've been, you know, kicked from this team because I'm like not on my A game because my mom is a single mom and like it's hard for her to get me here on time and all this kind of stuff. Um, Didn't take me to summer camp to like continue working on my skills. So I'm just giving everything away in the first episode though. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's not, but you know I mean? the pacing and the moments have been spread out. So well, the rest of that episode but... was all about establishing, trying to get like, hey, okay, we're going to form a team that's going to join the same league. And so 
it set the tone for the season that things are going to play out. You kind of know what to expect, but it doesn't like lay out all these big moments. Like th- this first episode of Big Shot was every sports movie you've ever seen <laughs> in a single episode. It was here's the new coach, here's the drama between him and the team, here's the the all important game, here's the star player you know benched on the line. Is she going to come in? Oh my god, she comes in. You got the really intense dramatic music. It's like. Really? Like it was I feel just like so it's the like same. that'd be very similar to one game changes to the first episode. I don't really remember it much, but uh, from watching it, but I know the storyline. You find out almost everything about every character on that show in that first episode, which is really hard to develop. The only thing that you can really develop is like you found out their whole team. Like there's no struggle of them. I think they should have pushed the episode a couple episodes of them building that team better. I know they brought in the girl, the one girl, like three episodes in or whatever. But, uh, like, it would have been a little bit... And the two that don't speak English, they came in a few episodes later. Are they characters, really? I think they're just doing that to, so to please hockey fans that they have a full team. Uh, like, <laughs> are they really even there? Like, let's be real. Uh, I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying that the show is both... I think they're very, very similar. They're both of very similar attributes. I think uh, when it came, comes to a big shot when you're like... Uh, you're expecting uh, the idea of the show is that you don't know the coach, but you do. But I think like you're learning the girl with him. Like, yes, he automatically comes there, but you don't know how his coaching style is. Um, you don't know anything, how he was like with the, what was the NCAA people? You don't know how he mm-hmm. was with the college people. So we only see the one side. And I think that's what you learn more of that throughout the show. Um, how his coaching is and how he's the one number one coach of all time or whatever the fuck it was. Um, <laughs> I love how seriously we discuss Disney children shows. Yeah. yeah kids, that's what I mean. Disney like, so this show, <laughs> the big shot is for preteens and like game changers are for children. And we, yeah. here we are arguing about them. <laughs> not really arguing, but you know, enjoying life. And I hope everyone listens and enjoys it because I <laughs> am dying inside. But, uh, <laughs> Not really. That's how I live. Yeah. To, to wrap up this uh, this uh, bit, I'll say if if you are a fan or are watching these shows, please leave a comment on our Instagram Would when we inevitably post this hear. week's episode. We'd love to hear your take on the Big Shot Game Changers and all the reasons why Alex is wrong. Come at me, bro. Shot. Come at me. <laughs> I will fight to the death for something I don't really care for. <laughs> so that's that's true. Um, it is true. It's kind of scary. Just um, to be on the it's... opposite side because I will win. I might not. I don't know. It's science. You figure it out. Right, Bentley? But I don't think it's science. Bentley though. just got out of his couch because I hit the table. But that's fine. <laughs> it's his couch. I say it's his couch. It's my couch, but whatever. Um, moving on. I miss that How do dog. we think about, about Mighty Ducks Game Changers this week? I got lots to say. Not really, but let's go for it. Well, yeah, Ram, how did you feel about the pond hockey? Uh, thank you for reminding me that that's what happened in this episode because I forgot immediately. Um, I it's so weird. I really I I enjoy the show while I'm watching it, and then I swear to God, I switch to something else or I go do something else after the episode, and I just completely forget what happened. But yes, the pond hockey, it it was great. I mean, that's classic Mighty Ducks learning how to play on this frozen pond thing, whatever. Um, but how, what, why she thought putting blindfolds on kids was a good idea. And I mean, they, they tied it in at the end of the episode there, as we all know, spoiler alert, whatever. Um, 
I don't know who in their right mind, I don't care whether you're a, a, a hockey coach or not, why you would think that was a good idea. I don't know. It's just kind of stupid to me. It was just her like weird, frantic mom way of trying to be a coach and it failed miserably in my eyes. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's all. Also, how forced was that, that like it completely failed on, on the rink with the, the blindfolds. And then in the game, it's like, everybody close their yeah. eyes. We just magically they were literally it falling out over on the pond. They never, <laughs> it, they, they never got to the point on the pond where the blindfold thing worked. And then all of a sudden they're just like, let's close our eyes and it's going to work perfectly. Like perfect. Yeah, So stupid. <laughs> I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen, but okay. They won there. They tied the game. They didn't even yeah, win. That, like that really like <sighs> messed with me. I was yeah. like, at what point did it click for everybody? Like, Oh, we can make this work now. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like that was, what? I don't know. That was grabbing, pull, pulling at straws or this... whatever the hell the, what saying I, is I'm trying to not be very vocal about this right now. <laughs> uh, it's what we're here for, Alex. Go for it. What the hell was the point of this whole episode? Because yeah. if you think about it, pond hockey. They, how, yeah, okay, it was they how they were going to integrate what, Gordon Bombay. Look at each other and massive talk. Like and ignore a black guy on your team. Like, what is the whole point? Like the, the little start that was with weird an act too. With, what was that start all with this about? kid going through all this trauma? Because he thinks everyone's gonna yep. leave him or something stupid. I don't really. Oh remember. my god, the drama! And Kids then just these days doesn't acknowledge it until the last two minutes of the show. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. you see this kid just sitting around doing nothing. It's like a so no coach, yeah. no parent is like, what's wrong with that kid? Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, and like, and you're just like, well, also, and then he gets also on that point. Like at one point when they're at the pond hunt, they yeah, all get changed. Yeah. Where did they get changed? Yeah. There's girls there and guys. I feel like that's inappropriate. And then where, uh, why did he get changed? He, he didn't care. This kid's got to get his priorities set. Straight. Also, I'm so, pretty so, sure him so and Coop... this, this whole thing, I, I just want to make one point on like the, the he's sitting on his phone the whole episode. Another character was sitting on their phone that whole episode. The girl that Evan was having that beef with throughout because he like convinces her to join the team, and then he's gonna run off and join the the Leafs or the the Ducks again. So Gross. Leafs. She's on the phone. <laughs> At one point, I was like, "Oh, are they messaging each other? Are they like getting in a relation relationship?" And like, you know, maybe things are going poorly. That's literally where my brain went. And then all of a sudden, like, he's talking with Evan. And, like, the whole purpose of the phone was just like, "This is my way of showing I'm upset with you." So two characters showing the exact same behavior of them being upset. And, okay, and, and then another. I'm sorry, I just remembered another stupid thing from the pond. Really, you're gonna hit cell phones around with hockey sticks and that's going to be your lesson as if they're eggs i get the egg thing i get it that's like well, a, that's I mean, like a new new generation where kids are attached to the phone to treat that more than and i know and right? he said that he's I get like that well point. that made that actually made a little more sense to me than when he was <laughs> like yeah we're gonna show. play i mean i as a child i'd have been like no i'm not letting you hit my phone yeah but you know what i mean totally that... and i get i understand the point but i'm like my if if we were kids and our hockey coach was like we're gonna hit the phone that you just bought your child around on the ice um and and that's just gonna have to be okay like it would just not that wouldn't fly but i guess there were no parents there's no parental supervision this at this game so or at this practice apple sells apple care plus these days is by like <laughs> getting like tv to be like hey tell your son to go play hockey with their phone and then come <laughs> yeah. in our store and get your replacement because you have apple care plus because you're covered <laughs> 
Oh man! You heard it here first, folks. We we dissected it. We we, we figured it engineered out. That whole Cracked scene. The code. Uh, we figured it out. So yeah, in a nutshell, like this episode, I probably give it like nine and a half out of ten. Matt, you're out of <laughs> you're out of the club. You're out of here. You're done. You can't see my face, <laughs> but it uh, looks appalled. <laughs> no, uh, it, it would be like a solid like five out of wow, ten. Wow, that's it was caring. Like, that's you know you care about the show. No, no, I think that that's reasonable. Like there was it, no, it wasn't. I don't the, think there the was one out of ten that big shot was. I don't think there was any positive out of this episode. I can't even think of one good thing that happened in this episode. Guys, they tied uh, a game. They like Evan because again. they close their eyes. And the coach feels like the coach. The again. only good because thing somehow in like the coach went from being the coach to just deciding she's not the coach. Now that Bombay stepped in to help, immediately means she's not the coach anymore. What? And why does the shittiest character in the show have to be called Stephanie? It still bothers me every time. What does that say about you? I didn't even know there was a character named Stephanie. In Matt, the show. pay attention to the show. Ale- like how coach- we we just went over this. Coach Alex's boss at the law uh, firm, the lawyer, is Stephanie, and she's uh, such yes. a bitch. And, like, it just hurts It hurts me on a personal level that they would name a character like that after yeah. me. Well, well, <laughs> if, well, if they're naming it after you, that says a lot about you then. Um, but the only thing that made sense of this episode is the one line when they're all arguing because it related so much to my life to people. Arguing? No. Well, Maybe. I don't argue with a lot of people. I'm just always right, so there's no point in arguing. There's uh, the hey, one line he says. Confident. It's like, if you listen to our podcast, you would know. Yeah, I say that yeah. probably four times a day at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hear about this? Yeah. If you listen to my podcast, you'd know. That is so true. Damn. All right. And uh, so we're actually kicking off Play Pause merchandise as of uh, next week. And our first shirt will be, you should have listened to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, uh, that's an amazing be idea. I actually love one. that. I'm, I'm down. Uh, Matt, that's your task we'll for next set this week. Up. I know or a good tie-dye. This up this I know a good tie-dye method. As long as we use dark colored shirts, I can get us chlorine. It's fine. That's disconcerting. Um, I know the where the pool store get... is. Yeah, okay, well, we all can figure that out. <laughs> it's the fact that way you said, hey, I can just get a, a giant leak, gallons of chlorine. I think, you know, people would think I'm the bad guy in this situation, but if you can get that much chlorine, there's some scary stuff going oh, on. Oh, I can get us some chlorine, my friend. Okay, this has gone down a road that I don't know if we can go come back from. <laughs> Moving on <laughs> uh, from that horrible, horrible uh, uh, episode. Um, other news in TV. Uh, so Amazon, uh, as you may know or may not know, is doing a Lord of the Rings series. <gasps> I and, didn't know that. That's fine. Uh, it reportedly has cost them $465 million U.S. million, which is just like, that's that's just shy of half a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of change. Kind of crazy. The, 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 the thing that puts it into the perspective for all of you uh, one percenters out there, though, is that it costs less than uh, less than Jeff Bezos' super yacht. So, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, like, what's $465 million? If I US had dollars? the money that Jeff Bezos had, I'd, I'd do the same thing. You'd buy a super yacht? <laughs> Why, Why can not? I not picture you on a yacht at all? Because I wouldn't own one. But the point is... Um, I would just own one so I can own one instead of Matt owning one. <laughs> and be like, what Matt, if we both look one? how sad this is. Just sitting in a port doing nothing. <laughs> just hanging out. 
Alex would be the guy who would buy the boat that would leave it on land, but it's such a big boat that it's bigger than everybody's house that he knows. But because Alex hates the water, he would never put it. If into I had the, the water. money that Jeff Bezos had, I would do that, <laughs> and then pay you to live in it. So you know what's really funny about I that? I would do that. Is in Cougar Town, the show that I've most recently uh, binge watched for the second time, give or take. There's a whole lot to unpack there, but go on. Uh, yeah, there is. Um, yeah, the one really, really poor guy lives on a boat that he keeps on land. So I guess it could go either way. You could have a really fancy boat on land that you live in and keep on the land. Or you could be a poor person that lives in a boat on the land. I mean, I think it would actually work out better for Matt if I did that situation. Because then he'd have this free boathouse, I guess, really. Not a boathouse, but you know what I mean, boathouse. A house, that house that's a boat. A boat. That's free. <laughs> Because I'd make him, I'd pay him to live there. That's can I live there? Mm, nah, just Matt. Oh, oh, okay, that's fair. Excellent. You'd have your own houseboat. Boat. So tell us more about this Lord of the Rings thing. <laughs> I'm on a. Well, boat, they've been working man. on that for yeah, a that, while. I mean, like, um, they, they have been working on yeah. it for a while. So just this was like kind of the latest uh, buzz from it was just the sheer like cost of this uh, television series, um, in addition to the comparison to how much like this is how they put it into perspective for people they're like well it, it costs less than my problem jeff bezos is super yacht so it's not that i expensive. can't wait for this to fail majorly because it will just show how stupid it is actually that's not true i know a lot of people love lord of the rings and i get it i totally get it there's a whole cliche for it and there's a lot of story my problem with it is that they're focusing on the three books that are already two considered three of the best movies of all time and I just don't understand why we need uh, this TV show. Are they going like into the Shire more than the books? Did? Apparently, it's just following the books. Oh, like it's literally just a like I understand the Lord of the Rings movies are now like twenty something years old or something. Actually, they're not that. No, old, they can't be. They're only like fifteen to something, but uh, which is still crazy. It's just I don't. I I just I don't I don't have a need for it. I, that's just me, I guess. But I know there's like the Tolkien world. There's millions and millions of fans, like diehard fans about it. I just I don't know. I I, I just I guess we'll wait and see what what it's gonna turn out to be. Yeah, I'm but, intrigued uh, mostly because like I find it hard, as you know, to watch movies. And Lord of the Rings ones obviously were very difficult for me. They're entertaining as hell, but like so long. So to have a TV show that tells the same story, I think I, 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 I'm yeah. into it. I'm into I mean, it. I feel like a movie about them walking for three movies is <laughs> is a lot, but uh, and a whole TV show. But uh, and then they did it again with three other movies. Yeah, but that was that different. Was, uh, was it? Yes. Was the it? Hobbit is the Hobbit is my favorite of the like. It's the shortest it, book, though. Well, exactly. <laughs> like, that's what's, I I don't know. Hey, money is I know. money. If no, I was actually off, re- right. I was actually really really mad when they made the Hobbit a trilogy. I thought that was really stupid. They also added a bunch of stuff into those movies that wasn't in the book, and it was really unnecessary, and it drove me crazy. But I love that book. Like that. The, so the movies, yeah, they were okay. But I, whatever. Like I didn't really care that much. But I love the Hobbit book. So I wish they had done a better job with that movie those movies and not made them three like i i just i thought that was really dumb but obviously they were like little well it also went through like production hell because it started with one director and then they were like you know what 
Peter Jackson, you did The Lord of the Rings. It worked really well. Why don't you just come back and actually make the Hobbit movie that we wanted? But then he had to rush through the first one. And then knowing Peter Jackson, he scaled it too much and just tried to make it too big of a thing. And yeah, like took away from what it could have been, which should have been a much simpler I think movie. it could have been a really good like two, two and a half hour movie. Yeah, just spend like a lot of time making a really good single movie rather than just trying to make this like behemoth of a trilogy, but do it in like a short period of time that you're not giving it the same love and attention that you gave the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. Just like exactly, it was very obvious. It was yeah. obvious what they were going for. They wanted Peter Jackson because the uh, the company probably wanted the Oscars because every the other three, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, won all three of their movies. All three won the Best Picture when they were up. Really pretty sure okay. I could be wrong, but uh, at the very least, they were nominated. Yeah, yeah, these weren't. I'm pretty sure the no. Hobbits weren't, but they were nominated for Oscars for obviously like visual effects and stuff like that. The most infuriating, infuriating thing about the Hobbits thing was the the, the back behind the scenes video of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch on a spinning wheel, be, be pretending to be the dragon, so he could voice it properly. And I was just like. Yeah, I don't that's... feel like that's necessary Doesn't as an actor. Doesn't seem like it would be very effective. But uh, if you want to immerse yourself as a dragon that way, hey, be my guest. But I thought it was ridiculous. Um, Redone. I mean, he was the right choice for the for Schmog, Schmig, Schmuga, Schmugla, Smaug. Schmigla, Schmigla. I don't think it's Schmigla. Schmigle? I think it's Smaug. <laughs> but we'll go with whatever you want, Alex. I don't really. Uh... I hereby, um, I hereby yeah. announce that Schmaug is Smigla. Smigalugala? Yeah. I'm never going to say it right ever again. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of Lord of the Rings and Amazon did. stuff again as well, they also, I don't know if we talked about it last week or the week before, but uh, they canceled their MMO game that they planned, um, mm. which was 11 years into production or something, or just, I don't remember, <laughs> something crazy. They had, 11, they had a plan for it for 11 years. I don't know. But uh, they canceled that, and that was a big deal to a lot of people. I don't know why. People like their MMOs, and, you know, when something's hyped up that much, um, you know, it's hard to to fault somebody. What's an MMO? A massively multiplayer online game, so think like World of Warcraft. Yeah. Yeah. I love how, like... Like, an MMO RPG would be World of Warcraft, because it's an RPG game that is massively multiplayer online. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Amazon, what are you doing with your Lord of the Rings? Bro? What, what are, are you, you doing? Yep. up to? Well, let us know what you guys think. Well, let us know what you, if you, what are your thoughts about this uh, TV show being made by Lord yeah. of the Rings? Do we need it? Do we want it? Do we it's dream like the Game it? of Thrones prequel. Nobody wants it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. That's wish it wanted. Do it. Yeah. Family Guy. They ruined um, it. Uh, let's let's do some hot uh, hot, hot hot news, tamales. folks. Let's let's get through hot this hot news in a hot, hot minute. Hot minute, hot news. I like it. I, I like how you did that. That that was better. Hot news in a hot minute. Let's, which that'll means be it's going to take a long time. It's actually going to be a short time. So. <laughs> Um, Dragon Ball Super is getting another movie. Uh, it's going to be the first since 2018 when they released Dragon Ball Super Broly. So for all of you Dragon Ball fans, you got some new stuff to look forward to. I met to. Broly. Uh, you met Broly? I think that was Vic, uh, what's his name, that uh, voiced Broly in that, right? Uh, no, he voiced Piccolo. What? No. 
maybe I've got Vic, it backwards. Vic, I can't say his last name. Mignon, I never got Mignon. into Dragon Who's Ball Z. Mostly probably because I call it Dragon Ball Z. Mignona? I don't know how to say his name. I really don't. I'm butchering the shit out of it right now. But I'm pretty sure he oh, was Broly. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he came to like Kitchener Comic Con. He was at Kitchener Comic Con. Yeah, Kitchener Con. There's lots of, a lot of controversy around this person. He so. told me my hair that's was a... cool. Well, that's cool. It was really you red Broly at the time. You something like that. Um, in other gaming, in other news, uh, the Nintendo Switch released a calculator app on their eShop. Uh, do you guys, I mean, you guys can see the notes, but it was $10. It is $10 to buy a app that you can otherwise get for free on just about anything else. That's hilarious. I love it. What? what? So is it I've already bought it twice. Um, <laughs> Capitalism. Gotta love it. Gotta Not. love it. Uh, Resident Evil Village is out, uh, the eighth uh, game in the main uh, core Resident Evil series mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, games. Mm-hmm. It looks really creepy, and I kind of want to play it. We've been talking about this for years, of playing Resident Evil 7 uh, for Halloween. Um, after we had that one night at Alex's house in the dark where we played the demo for Resident Evil 7, and I remember Ram just like jumping out of her chair multiple times. Yeah, I screamed. I definitely um, screamed at one point when he try, tried I, to hit me with a shovel. That was I've never been so afraid in a game in my life other than when I was watching you play Resident Evil 7 because watching <laughs> like when you're playing a game like that and you're a gamer, you you kind of have like these things that where like you look around strategically to figure out like okay, what's my world? What's my environment? Where am I going? What's happening? Ram did not know how to control her camera, so she's looking all over the place in no, like, it completely nonsensically. At one point, you see somebody walk by the screen, and rather than, like, watching where they go, she's just looking off in other directions, and I'm just freaking out, like, oh my god, like, I've never been so terrified, ever. And that is why I want to play this game together uh, so on a couch bad. on Halloween. I'm super down to do that, though. But that was, yeah, definitely <laughs> one of my favorite gaming moments was <laughs> just... Yeah, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, Resident let's do that. Ev- Resident Evil 8. Resident Evil 8. If you want to see something funny or scary, however you want to take it, look up Lady TVH. Uh, I can't say her name. Don't do it. Lady Zeratro. Don't do it. Uh, and Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, is that yes. that that uh, Instagram link you sent yes. us earlier? It's creepy as fuck. They've, they've it combined. Is, it's, it's the funniest th- this thing has been ever. A bit of a, a thing, a trend in in gaming over the last few years is like with like new Resident Evil games. Um, it's it's quite easy to modify like the character models with like other like 3D modeled characters. Um, so we've seen this happening for a while, where you just find like Thomas the Tank Engine in these horror games, and it is absolutely terrifying. But what makes this more terrifying is Thomas the Tank has the teeth from this character. So you've got Thomas the Tank Engine walking around with this really gruesome teeth uh, coming through. It's, it's absolutely terrifying. I was just terrifying. telling a coworker, like, honestly, last on the week body or of something. An eight hun- eight, sorry, on the body of an eight-foot-tall woman. Yeah, it's <laughs> creepy yeah. as hell. I was literally just telling a, a coworker, like, last week or whatever, that I've always been kind of freaked out by thomas the tank engine like just before i knew this was even a thing happening in the yeah. in the internet world i'm cr- I, they, those trains creep me out and then you send me this and i'm like what in the actual hell is happening here and i like creepy <laughs> stuff but that's like too creepy yeah, i didn't like it yeah 
So that, that's Resident Evil 8. It is out. Uh, it's called Resident Evil Village. Uh, if you're into that sort of thing, pick it up. Um, in other gaming news, Xbox Series consoles, so Xbox Series X and S, uh, have their May update. Uh, I think it's out now. I haven't actually confirmed that, but it is the May update. Um, one big feature that I think, Alex, you and I talked about when it first dropped was, so the quick resume feature on Xbox Series X means that, like, you can switch between multiple games uh, and reload into the games within like under 10 to 12 seconds on average um, and be right back where you were. So you're not having to start the game up, load your file, get into it. It's, it's picking up exactly where you left off. It's a fantastic feature. Um, they finally released the update this month to allow you to see which games are in that suspended state uh, before you didn't have an idea. There was no easy way for you to go through and be like, okay, I know which games are actually being suspended right now there. It's, it's in the menu. You can see what games are suspended uh, and you can pick up and play through quick resume, which is really exciting uh, for you. Xbox series console owners. Um, they've also added some uh, FPS boost for so, uh, some more older games. Uh, FPS boost is exactly what it sounds like. If you have a high refresh rate television, or if you, you know, if there was a game that you played that was 30 frames per second, Xbox Series X can do it at 60 frames per second, even Xbox Series S. So um, some pretty cool quality of life stuff there. Interesting. Yeah, that's you sweet. I, don't I wish I had about an Xbox that. now. That whole, how many, how many games do you need open? <laughs> how many games are you playing at once? I knew this. Here's the thing. I... I never thought I would care about this until I got to experience it. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, but... Like, just like. I can just jump between my games. It, you can unplug your console, plug it back in, and you still—they're still suspended. I understand that, and which I is get amazing. That's a cool feature, but I—I I honestly, I only play one game at a time. Like I don't—I I just don't—I can't. Especially, well, I play a lot of story games, but like, so you're focused mm-hmm. on that one story at, at a time. But like, yeah, I don't see. I—I just—I can't. I don't know. I my brain would not work like that way. I would... But even think about it like this: like even if you don't, let's say, jump between games a lot, but like there's like three or four games that you play, you know, more than anything else. So let's say you play like Fall Guys once a week or something like that. It goes from having to wait the minute to two minutes for it to load up to ten seconds, and you can start playing the game. Um, that's like that's the difference in in having quick resume and not having it is that games that you might only play once in a while now you don't have to wait for the game to start up it's just ready to go and i like that because sometimes if i'm just like killing time let's say between waiting for my laundry to finish or whatever i'll throw on mario kart i'll play around and just to like kill time but sometimes thinking i mean the switch is not bad it doesn't take that long to load up a Mm -hmm. game on that but if it took any longer it would be really annoying so i could see that being really Mm -hmm. helpful in like those kind of random situations where you're just like oh i've got yeah, five like, minutes to kill i'll just like exactly yeah, throw it on really quickly play around yeah, like if you regularly play animal crossing on your switch but suddenly you're like hey some friends want to play mario kart rather than like you having to like quit out of animal crossing yes. load up mario kart you can just hop over to mario kart and start playing animal right crossing away, and then when you're done you can hop right back to, to animal start. crossing so that yeah. and like so obviously this uh, isn't a feature on the nintendo switch but imagine if I, it, I, was it would there, be great yeah that would be incredibly be, beneficial. I, I, I totally get stoked about that the feature as for what it is i just i just don't see i just don't see the not valuable to you as a, as <laughs> but a also what i got all of that is that like how much laundry are you doing steph i think this is like the third time you mentioned <laughs> you're doing laundry doing something like i'm just i do i just I, i'm so confused <laughs> i do a lot of my stuff like watching tv or whatever while i'm waiting for my laundry i have to make laundry appealing somehow 
or I'll just but, never uh, do it. I just, so if I'm like, oh, I can put my laundry day. in and then play some Mario Kart while I'm waiting for my laundry, like that uh, makes yeah. laundry sound way better. Well, I had a roommate yeah. who did laundry almost every day, and it just didn't make sense to me. I, I was your roommate. It wasn't me. Who was it? I just couldn't. Just it didn't Chris? make sense to me. I'm like, how are you doing Chris? laundry every day? It was Chris. So, anyways, I don't. It must have been Chris. It Chris. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, we can figure it out. All right, <laughs> moving on with our news. Uh, in tech news, um, not a lot of tech news from me today, but the iPhone 13 uh, is starting to get uh, not like it's kind of leaked. Uh, like the bodies are making their way out to influencers. I saw Unbox Therapy got what honestly looks to be what the new iPhone 13 is going to look like. It's pretty much just a minor iteration over the 12, but one of the no- more notable things with it is that the camera bump is getting larger on the back of the iPhone oh. uh, with the lenses being significantly bigger. So if something tells me the iPhone 13 Pro, your camera, like your photo quality and your video quality is going to get a significant step up, uh, which I mean, like that's <laughs> smartphones are kind of becoming the new cameras uh, with phones built in rather than the other way around. It seems, um, yeah, I have the. So, yeah. I have how, the... how do you guys feel about camera bumps? Camera I, what? Okay, so on that note, I hate it. So because cam- I have camera the... bumps. Oh, yeah, I so let me hear. I'll, I'll... I'm like, what is a camel pump. <laughs> I, have the... just pump I have, I have the Samsung. Um... Oh my god, it has like the longest name in history. Samsung Galaxy, Galaxy S twenty FE something. Anyway. It's this. It's red. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. It's like the version yep. before the S twenty one, like that's out currently, yeah. and it definitely has this little like bump for the camera around yeah. it. Yeah. So you can see like on the back, like it yeah, sticks exactly. out. Yeah. Exactly. Like, phones out on the table. To everyone who's oh, listening, we, we can see each other through these videos, and they're just showing each other their phones here. Uh, my phone yes. is garbage, so I can't show it to anyone. Um, you have the same phone as me. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, it's garbage. So uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> I love it's my great. phone. I need to get a new one. Um, I also have Me to get too. a new watch. My watch finally died. It's not died, but the gear wheel is now destroyed, I guess, in a sense. Because uh, mm. it moves on its own when it decides to. Um, so it changes the volume when I'm walking. So nice. that's oh, that oh, sounds uh, awful. So I don't wear my watch anymore. So I have to buy a new one. But yeah, coming coming back to this bump conversation. So it physically protrudes out the back of your phone. But it's not just that. It like I don't know if it's getting any like further out on the iPhone 13. But it is taking up significantly more surface area on the back of your phone. Yeah. Um, Mine's it's just pretty getting big. larger and larger. So you know, I, I I heard of one manufacturer, and I'm sorry, I, I can't think of what company it is but there was talk that they've found a way to like actually eliminate the camera bump um and flatten it into the back of the phone to me that just means you just make your phone thicker <laughs> yeah know. right um like, seems pretty simple it to me, wouldn't even but... need to be that much thicker which is which is fine like it drives yeah. honestly that's the the only thing i hate about this phone i love everything about it i'm super happy i love i've always well i shouldn't say i've always but recently all of my phones have been um android between mm-hmm. LG and Samsung. LG phones are garbage. So I switched to uh, Samsung and I've been super happy with them. This camera bump actually drives me insane because I keep my phone on my desk. I feel like a lot. It's their way to try and get people to buy cases. Well, see, that's because what when I was, you put I was your saying. phone in a case, you, you don't have to deal with the bump. Yeah, I would put my phone in a case regardless, right? Like, that's just that because is I dropped my phone three times a day. Yeah. So, if not more, <laughs> um, not only because of my work, but and how fast and how loose hand I am, but I just dropped my phone. 
Like literally, it'll be in my hand, and then all of a sudden on the ground. I don't know how well, that. The works. reason I got this phone um, is because I smashed the screen on my old one from dropping it. So I probably <laughs> should get a case. Yeah. Uh, so like all my like my case, like I have the ten. And my case. Yeah. Lo- loses that bump a little. There's not a big one on the ten, but mm-hmm. um, but I don't feel that at all. My case is obviously a little bit thicker because I need. I don't have an OtterBox. I have yeah. a Tech Nine uh, case, which is I'm Tech Twenty One. Twenty One, whatever. And I was always. Yeah. Uh, support them they have actually a really cool case of i've never broken a phone Did with you? a case with their case um so sponsor us but uh <laughs> yeah and i think a case with their case so tech 21 makes cases for <laughs> yeah their totally cases? um the only thing i wow. wouldn't do is get their covered case because the every time i ever have the cover case with like the flap lid they always rip uh, off yeah but uh yeah, I won't do another. I've, I've lived the cover life with the Apple like leather case yeah. for my iPhone 10 for the last three years, and I will say I will not be. I don't have the patience that for. I usually only buy one case per phone, like in the entire time I keep a phone. So yeah. um, I need I've to done find it. a good I, it's clear been, one. It's been like two and a half, three years, and yeah, yeah I need tech, to find yeah. a good tech clear one. Has great clear phone. ones. Oh really? They make some for for Android because like Samsung. the red of this yeah. phone is unreal. It's my favorite oh, it's thing about yeah. this phone. Well, that's yeah. why I got mine. Mine's, mine's a dark clear, but I didn't really care about the, the mm-hmm. color on my phone this time because it's just yeah. the, the sky black or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. But like when I used to get the white ones and stuff like that, I had to make sure that I wanted to see the back of it because mm-hmm. you know you get these things. So they have yeah. those. Check hey, them out. Show it off. Check them out. Tech Twenty One. Yeah. They have uh you know. Cases that are like literally designed for you to fall to the corner where their bumpers are, oh, so it yes. takes the yep. resistance. Um, yeah, so which is great. Um, so... Yeah, I, I sold them when I worked at Apple for a long time, and they were always quality. Yeah. Like they were definitely some of the better cases that I sold there, and like the price was reasonable, especially when you like put it side by side with an OtterBox, where like people really believe that just by having an OtterBox in your phone that they're indestructible. No. And the amount of people that would come in looking at me with a bent phone, and be like, "But I had an OtterBox." I'm like. Take that up with them. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen so many otter boxes yeah. broken, like just online or yeah. in person, actually, as well. Oh, like, yeah. They, they, I, were, broke they the otter, I broke it just by like trying to take it off one day or something to clean it. But again, like how much of it is like, and people do this with their own bodies as well. Like if you got a sore knee and you put on a, a knee brace, does that suddenly mean your knee is a, a, a perfect and you can start lifting with yeah, it again? Exactly. No, yeah. it's just support. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, you put on a back belt to help lift. There's a reason why companies stopped allowing like them to like give employees back belts. It's because people put on a back belt and suddenly think they can lift 300 times the amount they can normally lift and end up hurting themselves. And it's just like it's the same thing with these these cases. You put on an otter box and you have this like belief that it's like indestructible. Grade, yeah, it's gonna be able to be make your phone indestructible. So you you really treat your stuff like garbage. It's like you know what makes things last? Not treating yourself like garbage. Yeah. Yeah, food for thought. Moving on to was food. That to me? Was actually, that no, we already talked about food. Moving on <laughs> to our last point of the day. Felt really attacked. Um, there. Here's one for you guys. I saw a tweet earlier today. Uh, it was from uh, the U.S. Uh, like it's like public service announcement uh, saying, "Don't put gasoline in your plastic bags." Okay, I can't. I can't so, handle this. Let's go to the next topic. Uh, my, my, no, this, no, this is, is the, the last one, Alex. This day. is what we're ending on. No, that that just hurt my brain. I just, I uh... yeah. So it is the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, and they tweeted out this afternoon: Do not fill plastic bags with gasoline. Well, I'm officially done with the U.S. 
Like that's just. Can, um, do <laughs> I, they explain? Like, I... Do they actually have to explain so, why? So here's the other tweets from today. So this was 11 hours ago. They said that. Then they said use only containers approved for fuel. Follow the gas canister manufacturer instructions instructions for storing and transporting gasoline. When using a gas canister, never pour gasoline over or near an open flame. Are they pranking <laughs> flame jetting? People? No, no, no. Like, so legit, if you look in the states right now, there's like a, a bit of like a fuel crisis. Yeah, happening. there totally yeah. is. And um, it's gonna hit us eventually. People are like, like trying to like, like stock up on fuel right now. Yeah, will, using but, yeah. Zares bags. <laughs> Sorry, whatever. <laughs> Grocery bags. There's a reason why the U.S. Public Safety Commission had to send out a tweet saying, "Don't do not fill plastic bags with gasoline." This yeah. is amazing. I, I don't want to live I in this love world this, anymore. Actually, <laughs> I can't. Oh. I, I have uh, so many so, thoughts. So, the the only way I could like I could like figure this out in my brain was that Simpsons quote by um uh like the crazy doctor. Uh hi everybody. Um hi, Dr. Nick. he said hi. You're telling me that inflammable means flammable as something's on yeah. fire and it's just like that that, that is, is the best that way is I exactly it. Oh my god. This is this is amazing. Oh so much it, there's there is so much fuel for this the word fire. I... Okay, well, this was a great, uh, fantastic podcast. On that, on that hot ending. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that fiery How finish do I put up right with there. This every week. What an explosive Thanks for listening, episode! Everybody. <laughs> if they haven't left, I as always, left already. like this is this is crazy. Like and subscribe. Crazy, joking, obviously. Make a comment, please. Comment, subscribe, like, but please comment because we need things to talk about other than. Literally make, hot Make garbage. Alex feel like he can come back here week after week and deal with us because somebody's actually listening and caring about what he has to say. Wow. And people wonder why <laughs> I get, we I'm say. so riled up all the time. <laughs> I'm going to go watch a movie on my new couch, friends. Yeah, I'm going to go watch a movie, fun. not watch a movie on my old couch, friends. Wait. Nice. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to watch Couch on Friends. Anyways, anyways, go on. Pivot. Of course you Anyways, thanks for listening. We'll get you back next week. And uh, have a good one. Bye bye now. Bye. Bye bye. Bye now. <laughs>